Hubhopper Originals Hello, welcome to It's Cricket Show presented by Hubhopper. My name is Hamid and I'm here with the very latest episode of this podcast. Today, there are a couple of matches to be discussed basically. Two not so uh, great matches to, uh, but on Cricketing World, something good is happening with all these four teams involved. Not uh, exactly with two of the losing teams basically or two of the struggling teams to be specific. But here it is. First match will, which we will be discussing and I say we because I am joined by Mr. Sahil Sheikh in this studio. Welcome Sahil. Yes, happy to be here. So the first match will be between Ireland versus Afghanistan which happened on uh, Thursday yesterday. It's Friday so Thursday and the second match which we will be discussing is basically the second test match between Sri Lanka versus South Africa. So let's get right into it. So uh, Ireland versus Afghanistan. Um, uh, spoiler alert, if you have not watched this match or don't want to know the scores, then you can just turn away. And here it is. First match, which was played in India at Dehradun, Afghanistan won the match by 5 wickets with 4 balls to spare. We'll get into uh, details of this match, but uh, first I want your uh, opinion, Sahil, as to how did you feel about this match? It's an important series for both of the teams before going into the World Cup, especially Afghanistan. A lot has been spoken about their ability, about their progress in the recent years. So this will be a great, uh, great tournament for them overall because this series, this uh, tour includes all the matches in T20s, ODIs, and a Test match as well. So this will be a great opportunity for Afghanistan if they can win many, much of these matches and uh, they can prepare them for World Cup. And it will be exciting as well, right? Because if Afghanistan versus Ireland is playing a Test match and then uh, you are like almost certain like you have 66% chance of one team at least winning uh, the test match which will be for the first time uh, First time actually uh, when the first when first test match was played someone had won the match which was between England and Australia So this will be the second time when a team has drawn or won the match uh, In its very second match. So it will be after a very long time yeah, yeah. So what I meant basically was that for these two teams, it will be the first time for them to win. So anyway, so about this first T20, uh, which was played in Dehradun, Ireland was batting first, in which they got pretty brisk start, courtesy of Paul Sterling's 23. But then Afghanistan did what they are best known for, spun their web around the Irish cricket team. They are spinners managed to take some quick and basic very uh, brisk wickets in a very at a very fast pace uh, at one point they were 33 for the loss of two wickets and then all of a sudden they were 65 for five in fact they were 66 65 for six you know uh, thanks to Mohammad Nabi who took two wickets in his entire spell he gave away just 16 runs while of course uh, Rashid Khan how can he be missed he took a couple of wickets as well, giving away just 21 runs in his full quota of 4 overs. Mujibur Rahman and Kareen Janath took the other two, other uh, one wicket each. Uh, talking about the Irish batting, uh, Paul Sterling uh, was, uh, scored 23 as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Dockrell scored 34 runs and due to Dockrell's and Pointer's partnership, 
at the end they managed to reach a respectable total at least uh, of 132 runs in the quota of 20 overs when afghanistan came to bat um, things didn't look pretty good for them as they kept on losing wickets at regular interval uh, they were 50 for the loss of 5 wickets in uh, 7.2 overs and it looked like uh, things might not go well in their first match but once again mohammad nabi came to their uh, rescue along with najibullah zadran they both uh, stitched a very good partnership at the end both remain not out mohammad nabi do remain not out for 49 while najibullah zadran remain not out for 40 they won this match with four balls to spare uh, talking talking about irish uh, bowling uh, boyd ranking was uh, the bowler uh, only bowler who managed to take couple of wickets while chase uh, little and get catty get cat get cat okay so shane get cat uh, i i quite don't know how to pronounce it but uh, he he took uh, they, these three bowlers managed to take one wicket each so um, any view sahil yeah of course it was a complete uh, if it if, if it wasn't for nabi this would have been a one sided match and uh, maybe ireland would have won it uh, one sidedly uh, but all round performance from nabi who took two wickets just giving 16 runs and then came on and it was the last batting pair for them and he came in and scored 49 runs so yeah uh, this pitches actually this match has been played in india <clears throat> so this pitches are very uh, indie kind of pitches where the ball spins a lot uh, two or three if you see the three spinners which russia which uh, afghanistan accounted for gave around 57 runs and took four wickets in 12 overs so they completely it, it's completely a spinners game and in future also in the odi scene and test match it will be remain same so afghan uh, it's it's uh, favorable for afghanistan well that i will agree and ireland has to up up their game definitely against these spinners now let's move on to the test match between south africa versus sri lanka this test match is moving at a speed of bullet train to be precise it's end of day 2 and already we are at the end of the uh, test match sort of uh, first innings uh, of south africa uh, let me just recap to you uh, first inning south africa scored 222 runs uh, while then sri lanka responded with 154 runs then south africa scored 128 runs and now at the end of day 2 stumps south sri lanka are 60 for the loss of two wickets while needing 137 runs with eight wickets in hand so uh, it's a kind of fast moving as of course kusal mendis was playing today in the morning and he came again to play at the end of the day so it's very rare to see when a teams like south africa is involved and such things happening uh, south of uh, sri lanka lost around seven wickets in the first session itself then south africa came and they lost around they lost all of their wickets in two one and a half session so it's, it's uh, i am not understanding the how south africa batting is failing again and again especially to a new bowling attack such of sri lanka and they are also missing one bowler which is ambuldenia who injured his finger yesterday so this is kind of this is very uh, shocking for everybody and this will this will play a effect in if their management decide to uh, keep some batsmen out on the rest of next uh, series or so so uh, just an update over embuldenia yesterday we mentioned that he had uh, hit his finger and sort of fractured it 
he went and stayed overnight in the hospital and he directly came back today morning uh, to the ground though he did not play uh, did not play any role in the bowling but for sri lanka it turned out to be sort of blessing in disguise you know sahil because uh, how it turned out was that uh, he's a, a part time spinner uh, sort of was used in the form of dhananjay de silva and he managed to grab uh, three wickets Dhananjay De Silva is not actually a part-time spinner. He bowls on a regular basis, but he was kept out uh, for some so much of bowling because Ambuldinia was in great form. So yeah, and ball was really spinning, so it helped uh, Ambuldinia's style of bowling much because they don't know they they have not seen much of Ambuldinia. Uh, that's the reason he was bowling that much. And uh, when he was injured, uh, Dhananjaya was brought, and he took around three wickets for them also. Yes, and uh, with respect to now, uh, let's let's move on to the second innings. Enough of first innings. South Africa, when they came out to bat, it was Aidan Markram and Dean Olger. Aidan Markram again looked pretty good in his innings or short innings of 18 runs. Like the way he looked good in the first innings as well, but once again he got out and sort of threw away his wicket. It was then uh, Dean Olger uh, who just got out cheaply too. Hashim Amla uh, tried to stitch a partnership with Faf Duplessy. Hashim Amla at the end managed to score just 32 runs while Faf Duplessy batted with the entire lower order, middle order and lower order as well. Quinton De Kock, the star of the first innings, didn't quite manage to score much as he just scored one run courtesy of some good bowling by Lakmal. Lakmal to uh, put a brilliant bowl and he was caught by he himself. Lakmal in the end managed to take a lot of wickets. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, Mulder, Mulder, excuse me, uh, also uh, was not able to do any good in his debut match. While uh, remaining batsmen too didn't manage to support the Faf Duplessy, who remained not out at the other end at 50 runs. In all, in all, South Africa managed to score 128 runs, which extending the first innings lead, which was 68 around 68. um they just extended that lead and at the end south uh, sri lanka uh, target was set of 197 runs for them to win um so um there was no pressure right for south africa at the start of this inning and losing entire 10 wickets in just couple of sessions is surely a sort of big deal with a batting lineup of kind of of likes of south africa as of course with player consist players consisting of Hashim Amla Dean Elgar Markram Flesses uh, Flesses who have been playing for so long um, apart from indian team indian test team i have not seen any other team whose players whose pick, uh, players who have been picked so consistently throughout the years for two couple of years now the team has remained same uh, except for the change one change that is abdi williams their bowling department has seen many changes but not the batting department and still when uh, uh, and, and against an inexperienced team like sri lanka at their home they come and do they lose matches and there is a quite a great possibility of getting uh, whitewash so yeah getting all out on 120 or runs was a very embarrassing thing for them consisting of such batting lineup now talking about sri lanka's bowlers uh, lakmal took four wickets in his 16 overs Lakmal throughout the series didn't quite manage to take any sort of wickets didn't had any impact he proved all his critics who were just trying to creep up a little bit wrong by taking these four wickets uh, Vishwa Fernando took one 
Kasun Rajita took two wickets while Dhananjay Silva took three wickets. Sri Lanka started their innings pretty confidently with captain Karuna Ratne, the stand-in captain Karuna Ratne scoring 19 runs uh, and Tirimani too scoring 10 runs while these two got out uh, initially uh, but uh, Fernando and Mendes are looking pretty good. Now uh, what like right now they are 60 for the loss of two wickets, one wicket which was taken by Robada and first ball wicket was taken by Olivia. but uh, apart from that there was uh, the these two looked pretty confident so uh, any uh, w- w- i think for myself like it will be a down to wire match do you think what are your views like do you think they will be able to chase this or w- what are sits sri lanka you never know what can happen uh, while especially in chase on such a pitch where the wickets are falling and tumbling and there is a 40% range chances chances of tomorrow so surely there will be some part of the day which will be curtailed in the morning or in, in the, after the first session if the go, game goes till there so it will be an interesting day tomorrow yesterday we saw around 13 wickets today we saw around 18 wickets so we don't know what to expect from sri lanka or even from the south african the south africa bowling attack uh, has the ability to uh, take them down which is the target we've been set, uh, which been set for them and sri lankan batting also have the ability as we saw in the first match to score so it will be an interesting match we never nobody gave sri lanka to get this far in this series so we will see what happens next well one thing is for sure embuldenia will surely be hoping that he does not want he it doesn't come that he should come out in the middle with his broken finger <laughs> so it will be an exciting match uh, exciting day um, thank you sail for joining in in today's episode Yeah, cheers, cheers. Good to be here. So uh, tomorrow we'll be back with one more episode as a preview of India versus Australia first T20. So do keep in, do keep a tab for that too. So this is me, Hamid Sheikh, signing off from today's episode. Have a great cricketing day.